welcome to my podcast once again. The name of this podcast is Joyful, a raw journal of the mindful revolution. My name is Ethan Edward Sherritt, and I'm the guy who started this because all of you started what you have started and are open to what has been started, and that is this movement towards a mindful, positive, solution-based mindset and creative-based mindset and away from, you know, what had us as a society, as individuals, as a culture, figuring out what to do with, with the conflicts and, um, and falling prey to sometimes things that could get us down rather than take care of ourselves and go forward together. And that is the Mindful Revolution. It's documented in a lot of places in the news and things like that lately. If you keep your mind, your eyes open for it. And uh, thank you for listening to this. Thank you. I always start off with a little bit of drumbeat if I can. Based on where I am. Right now I'm starting, uh, I'm starting this, this episode from the van. If you have followed along any of the other episodes, I've usually mentioned a road trip and moving from California. Well, guess what? That has begun. And the van right now is parked uh, in Colorado, way up high above Denver in this uh, little area called Conifer, Colorado. (laughs) Have any of you ever heard of that? That'd be awesome if one of you is like, oh my gosh, I live in Conifer. See, like little things like that are what I, I want to keep <laughs> keep this going and and uh, connect with people, um, you know, wherever you are. And if you get on the Facebook page, Joyful, and Joyful is spelled wrong now. Well, it's spelled like a new word, I guess, Joy and Full. So Joy and then F-U-L-L. Don't tell me it's a typo. It's it's on purpose. Um, I think a lot of people would have to see if there's two L's in joyful anyway. There's one L in the real word and one L in mindful, too. <laughs> but the name of this podcast. Um, so the, the road trip has begun. That's uh, one of the components I usually get into. One of the three. What's going on with me personally and, and how I'm, I'm navigating through life with this new understanding. Um, just the events of me and my son and my personal life to um, a technique that I'm, I'm learning whether it's uh, yoga or essential oils or tai chi or drumming or breathing or something like that I'm going to share with you my experience of that um, I've been going through the chakras based on a couple of books and really focusing on the chakras so you know what going to give you a little bit of chakra information today. Um, And the third thing is uh, something from the collective, something from society that I find in the news, whether it's in a a magazine or a newspaper or a TV program or a movie or whatever, uh, that I find it kind of adds fuel or gives me, gives me energy to this thing that here that's, that's actually happening. Little signs, like even if it's a conversation that I, that I had, and I've had a few of those with people I mean, there are better conversations these days than there have been in a long time. Just try to 
get into one with somebody. <laughs> and I'll give you a good way to start, okay? Um, somebody you know, somebody you don't know even, if you get a second where you know they actually are going to have enough time to answer, it's not something you can ask when somebody's handing you a coffee, really. But if you ha if you know you're going to have enough time to answer, say, uh, do you have a joyful life? Is there enough joy in your life? And uh, see what they say. Some people don't don't give a damn about joy at all, but some people might um, might really ponder that and think if, if they do or not. Um, and some people you can tell and just maybe just ask them what is the source of your joy, you know? Uh, so do that. And uh, that's, that's my advice of, of how to start one of those amazing conversations. Now, uh, to get into the actual crux of this episode here. To catch you up on the road trip. So... It's been uh, over a week since I've published another episode of this, and that's because we've uprooted, got everything out of the apartment finally, and and left uh, about a week ago from Los Angeles, and, and over after two nights got here to Colorado, and that's been my goal since about four months ago, since this kind of life change had me reassess why I'm in Los Angeles. Do I like being in the middle of Los Angeles? How is that? How is it working for me, my soul, my spirit? Um, I decided just, you know what? I'm not gonna go to a hundred auditions a year anymore and and try to be paid as an actor and live in the city. I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna take my son out of the city and and figure out another another way to focus my time and. And that includes one of the great things is just departing from that job that I had on the side to kind of like pay for my career as an actor. So I, I got to, to take a sabbatical from that. That's been three weeks now um, since I, I haven't worked there, I think, almost three weeks. And just for this past, uh, this past five days, I've been here in amazing the mountains of Colorado and it really has had an amazing effect on oh, my mind my mind you know there's a certain degree of I was so troubled that it was easy to find motivation <laughs> to do a few episodes of this podcast um, now I don't have this trouble really that's driving me to like propelling me because I had so many things to do. I was kind of in this urgent state uh, of, of change, of transition. So every day was like, I got to do this, this, and this in order to get out of here. Get the hell out of here. Well, now we are out. We're out. We're out on the road. And uh, stopping it for about a week, maybe a little bit over a week in, in this beautiful... Our, our hosts um, have a couple of horses and, I don't know, 20 chickens. So they, there's like these fresh farm eggs every morning. There's a rooster that crows and, and wakes, uh, wakes me up with the sun in the morning and starts the day that way. And that's exactly what I wanted. And 
I haven't been able to be in touch with nature like that in so long. My nature was this. <laughs> in this, you know, crowded apartment complex in right in the middle of Hollywood, there was a ficus tree that, that hung down outside of the window. And if that's all your nature is, even if, like a little plant in the corner, that kept me going. I mean, that that was my focus, you know? Every single day there was like a little morning was just, you know, some music and and some coffee, some stretching, and, and the little tree that's outside the apartment. So if that's all you get uh, until you can make some change, like uh, like I'm doing right now, but Jesus is only, you know, I haven't done this before. Um, you know, until you can do that, still focus on the positive. Be grateful for that little tree. I sure was. Or that little plant or whatever, the walk that you can take. And, uh, you know, don't think that you have to do exactly what I'm doing, waking up with roosters and everything. Because <laughs> if somebody told me how great that was, I would say, well, that's great for you, of course. But what about me? Stuck in this city. Oh, you're not stuck. We were, we're there. We're where we are for a reason, right? And I'm fully, fully comfortable with that fact for a reason. And um, so here I am. And uh, one of the things that I had been doing was, was trying to reach out through Instagram and Facebook and the, the awesome Positive Head podcast Facebook page and Brandon Beecham of the Positive Head podcast who is really uh, one of the catalysts, if not the catalyst, for me kind of exploring my life and podcasting it at the same time. Um, he was such a motivation for that. And all of the listeners of that were motivations for that because I realized how much momentum he had this wave of awesome people listening to that podcast who are right there, who you could pick up and have a conversation like this with at any time and they would support each other and they would not uh, fall into any of these old you know traps that you're used to on the internet where people you know would would not remember the positivity and the creativity and they're, they're just so kind and, and the light is just they're seeking light and the light pours out of them for that for that seeking that they're doing and it is and it's beautiful and so uh, I was reaching out on that podcast uh, website or Facebook page, actually, of people who would who would let me and my son Jack drop in and host us for a night during our road trip. And a lot of people texted me or didn't text me, but direct message me either through Instagram or Facebook and said, sure, we are so down. That's great. We live in this town. Just let us know. Here's my cell phone number. You know, so that we could link up and, and make it, see if we can make it happen. Now, I have met now with, I've been in contact with a, a few people. I, I wasn't able to hit Phoenix and, and then the area that I wanted to because I got short on time based on some, some uh, vehicle repairs I was doing. But thank you for the people that, that were going to let us host. I just had to end up flying right past Phoenix, coming right up to Colorado as soon as I could. But I have been in contact with some people and had coffee with somebody from the Positive Head uh, Facebook page. And it was, it's as good to meet up with people through a network like this as it is to just listen to the podcast. What a conversation. 
Um, this girl's name was Patricia, and we just talked, you know, at a Starbucks for probably a couple hours or more. Could have talked more, and it was, it's it's fulfilling. So I encourage doing that. I'm going to try and connect with more people. Um, probably not as much hosting as I wanted to. And here's the thing about that. That's my goal. That's what I want to do. But the time of that has made me realize I, I'm probably going to have to do that on another trip. I'm still going to reach out to people and say, Am I, if I'm in your town, I'd love to get together, you know, at some place like a Starbucks or something like that. But as far as the hosting, you know, something uh, came up when I'm going to have to kind of shift that into a different trip, make a different trip out of it. And that's cool. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm learning from that. And, uh, you know, so I'll announce that at some point later. Please, uh, you know, I appreciate that support. Damn, that feels good. That feels really good. <sighs> um, and we're still going to be making that trip, but just a little bit shorter on time for some, you know, some personal reasons I won't get into. But they are fine. They are for a reason. And it's all with love and light. Uh, so that is, is kind of the road trip. Um, I am posting like little things on YouTube of the places that I've, I've uh, that I've been so far, and and how things are going. And I'm trying to catch up on Instagram because I just want to share in, in more ways that are are feasible and like just this little recording that I publish. It's Colorado is a really really different place. I mean, obviously from Los Angeles. I mean, I'm coming from a place where, I mean, grown adults that I am friends with and live around, they really get into, I mean, movies, cartoons, uh, animated movies, uh, comic book characters. I'm talking about 40-year-old people, 30-year-old people that have, like, debates and spend their time, like, reading comic books and they're friends of mine they're awesome but now i come here to colorado when i've i'm like unloading wood to like build fences and like you know learning how to why this horse has a hurt ankle and you know how the, the flies are bothering the donkey so what we're going to spray on them it's such a different it's such a different mentality and and the people you know it's a different energy so I, i'm so fascinated by these types of differences and the people are awesome in both places. And the more fun-loving, you know, the people are, the better. And and I find that here and there. And it's so cool. And that's why I wish I could just be on the road for a, a long time. A long time. <laughs> I think I'm one, uh, one part Jack Kerouac and probably three parts Huell Hauser. <laughs> Look up Huell Hauser if you don't... I don't know who that is. He had a show called um, California's Gold. <laughs> and uh, that's that's the type of road trip uh, <laughs> that I want to do. Oh, so lots of sleep. I am waking up doing yoga, Tai Chi, and, and uh, it is going awesome because I'm more in touch with nature just like I wanted to be. And that's been going on for almost a week now. And I thank the source for that. God, 
the universe and everything that's gone into making that possible. Wow, it's so cool. That drum beat means it's part, it's uh, time for the second part of the podcast. Enough about me and, and what I'm doing on the road and everything like that. It's time for more of the Anahara Chakra, which I have just begun the study of. And in the book that I have by Broderick S. Johnson, we have learned a couple of things about, about this is the fourth chakra, and it, the heart chakra. And it's right, right behind that breastplate, right where your heart is obviously and um it is to me for somebody who's not ready and doesn't absolutely has no clue how to go into like a loving relationship like a a monogamous relationship again anytime soon i was i was really i think i waited a long time before even turning to the next chapter i was just like you know what I mean, focus on the first three chakras for a long, long time. But, you know, eventually you have to progress and move and move towards what, what the next one is because I want to make sure that I have a flowing understanding of all seven. And I did talk to uh, somebody who teaches chakras. Um, awesome, awesome woman, girl named Natalie. Super smart and teaches chakras to to high school students and uh, she kind of pointed out that I was looking at it like a linear thing. The chakras are linear. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess that is such a, a dude thing. You have to do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And I think that that's a great way just to make sure that you can go through a, an understanding of all of them. But she just wanted to remind me that once you have introduced yourself to all of them, it's a flowing river and it circles back through and it's it's more subtle and complex than just well let me go back through to the first one to the second one the third one but to me it's it's really giving me a great introduction introduction and i'm sure that this type of journey i will end up doing you know other times in my life when it's needed so there's a lot of ways to think about the chakras but go with me here if you don't know and do it you know one through seven touching on all of them, uh, practicing all of them, uh, exploring other things, not just this book and not just what I say, definitely, but uh, in all, all the ways you can, because I, I just think it's, it's amazing work and it really means a lot on the soul, the body and everything. So the, the fourth chakra, the Anahara or the heart, the heart chakra, does it just mean you build this and then you are, are going to be in a relationship again or you know, like the reason I was not reading is because I didn't, you know, I, I'm definitely not willing to <laughs> or, or able to go into a relationship again. It's, it's just going to be a while, you know, that's how I feel anyway, although I have an, an open mind and I guess this is how you can have an open heart. And I guess after reading through this and seeing that the color is green, the the vibrance of life and it's the center of of your heart and it has to do with the circulation and your creativity and your sense of security from the other chakras is already in line and your 
your individuality is already in line and your sensuality is already being worked on through the other chakras. So this makes sure that your heart is open to love, not just romantically, like how I had been interpreting it, but how to embrace love in, in more facets of life. So it, it's some of the things that it says you can do is, is just practice, like maybe give, is there something you can give to somebody just out of love or a, a family member you can call right now that you haven't to just get in touch with like what you do want love, your friends, your family, be comfortable with that. Like there, there are poses, meditations and philosophies to re remind yourself that love is the it's higher than the reason you've done all the, the work to, to get to this point right now that you've established that confidence that security that that health that individuality make sure you're doing it the fourth chakra says make sure you're doing that for a reason that is pure from love of course it offers the color green the vowel sound, which I'm so into, these, these vowel sounds, is ah, ah. And the, the practices that you can do, it just, it lists things like that of how to get in touch with love of all things, from your friends, to your family, to yourself, loving yourself. I just, on, on an airplane yesterday, I listened to a book, the guy, I can't remember who wrote it. I never, I never remember things like that, but I, I kind of remember some, some important principles or, or ideas from it. This, the title was love yourself as if your life depends on it. And I remember loving the, um, the, t the cover of this book because it was like a silhouette of a guy holding a gun up to his own head, <laughs> like love yourself as if your life depends on it. And it was about this guy's journey through telling, through making himself go from somebody who didn't love himself to somebody who did love himself. And one of the things that was really interesting to me in that is when you love yourself, you actually are more able to love other people. So there's this saying that it sounds really good that says you have to start loving other people that it's all about other people first and then you. However, you, what he says and what really made sense to me was you're not going to be able to offer them the kindness, the understanding that other people need and the open-mindedness that they're going to need unless you are confident and loving yourself. And that really made sense to me that you should invite other people to love themselves and, and, and you should make sure that you have done that work. And I'm trying to. I mean, he, he said some tests. I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago that there are some things you can make sure you're doing to bring that about. And it, it's, uh, it sounds kind of silly. Hey, what are you doing? Just trying to love myself. But you're, one not silly way to say that is I'm trying to love the life that I was given by the universe, by God. I'm loving that life. I'm loving my circumstances that I've been giving, given. I'm loving being being me in this world. I'm loving this world. So I've been telling myself that since I read this book. 
and, and before that too. And don't don't feel silly about it. Make yourself that that loving person who can be feel free feel free to love on other people too, if you are if you understand that love for yourself and for the life that you have. So that's a little bit about that that Anahara fourth chakra. Let me get to the right page. So the heart chakra is the seat of emotion. We manage our emotional power by balancing the Anahata chakra. A warm, loyal heart, a willingness to forgive, compassion, hope, and trust. So these things are really important as you go through the world. You know, if somebody doesn't have their fourth chakra in line, whether they know it or not, the, the world around them is not as loving of a place because that's not a part of their vibration. When love is a part of your vibration, shoot, I think that's a really good vibration. It hits people in, in a way that, that builds them up. That just shows how what you do for yourself can really help other people because nobody else can, can be with you as much as you can. So make sure that you've done that work, like, like work on a car or the van in my case. Cool recording from a van. I don't know how it sounds yet. I'll listen to it later. But um, it's nice. And I'm looking out at these, these peaks in Colorado, these evergreen trees right now. And the sun is, is coming through the, the clouds behind me. But in front of me is uh, some beautiful trees and rocks. So here are some questions that you can answer and think about when you are doing a meditation upon the fourth chakra. Which this says, he says it's the most powerful of all the chakras wow because it gives us a reason to do things if we if we do it correctly although i would say that you know all the other chakras gave us a reason to do things too um but this is sure is the most noble reason to do things thus far so this kind of question is my heart open is my heart open what is love? What do I love? And who do I love? Maybe that question can make us bring other people into the answer of that. Because if we can't think of enough people, or maybe we got to realize that actually there is a, a lot more people than this that I, that I really love. Maybe I got to remember that. This one, well, this is what I was just talking about. The third question, do I love myself? Ask yourself and tell yourself that you do. Like your life depends on it because it does it does and a lot of other people's lives might depend on you loving yourself how am i investing my emotional power am i doing enough with it hmm. we really do need to do something with it i don't know if i've done anything with it today you know what i hope i'm making this episode out of love I do want to give a good product, but I want it to be in a way that propels what I want to propel, and that is more love in the world and a more mindful, more mindful understanding between ourselves and each other. And that does bring me to something else, um, that talk about the fourth chakra, so important, the green, ah, chakra, green, green, green. Look for green everywhere. See that 
that light, that green light of love that can come out of you everywhere. That brings me to a conversation I just had. Uh, this um, girl, she has a daughter who's 17, and, and we were talking on the on the airplane for a while. And I, I definitely talk on airplane. I'm, like, so excited if, some, if like, a, a, you know, a person who is semi giving and taking in a, in a conversation, not one of those people that's just going to talk your ear off. Like sometimes you're like, how you doing? And then they just run, bam, right over you. And it's hard to like, whoa, whoa, you know, I, all you're doing is talking. I don't even think you're getting anything out of this because you're not waiting for any, any feedback. So that, that's a risk that I take on airplanes. Shoot. But I actually talked to a, a good one, uh, the other day. And she shared a, a little bit about her story, and I told her what I'm doing. People always want to know what you do, and, well, I don't do anything right now. And so I said, I'm, I'm a podcaster. That's what I'm doing with my time. Um, regardless of money, I'm a podcaster. And so I, I got to telling her about it and, and my, my theory or my, my realization, not theory, that the world is changing and we are getting more positive and more creative every second. And it's starting with like the youth. And she said, Whoa, it has started. My daughter, her 17 year old daughter, her daughter, she said she doesn't have any time for complaining and, and bitching and fighting and blah, blah, blah. Like they are so done with that. It's like all like this, this positive, like networking with them. And you know, I think that if you don't under, if if you don't understand that exactly, it can be a little intimidating that they're just happy all the time. But I think it's it's what we're going for, not being happy all the time, but being more at a higher elevation where we are not victimized by uh, our circumstances so much, where we take charge of our circumstances, where we are aware and we know how important it is to. To slow down. I mean, the kids that are on the the, blah, 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 the um, smartphones way more than we are, and they know, you know, apps that are on the cutting edge. We try to. I try to, but I know f for a fact that I'm not surrounded by other kids who are bringing in new new influences all the time from the youth. So that was that was her input. Was whoa, I totally agree with you. The youth is doing it, and that gives me some fuel to say. Yeah, let's. We can really take some things further if we have this same same thing in common with a lot of of kids. It's more common for them in their their school age to have a mindful outlook and practices of meditation, and which are happening in schools now. Not every school, but way more than when I was in in school for sure. I mean, we did jumping jacks and sit-ups you know for our, our physical education and every now and then pull-ups or the or the flexed arm hang <laughs> remember stuff like that not yoga at all not it wasn't it wasn't breathing based really they would say remember to breathe but it wasn't uh, mindful based and things are now and this is our our chance to to elevate and one of the things that I keep harping on, I don't have a harp with me, but I have a drum. What do I harp on? What do I drum on? That we are going to have problems that we tackle with this new released energy when the negativity is 
little by little and gradually abandoned by our society. I do. I don't read the news of negativity anymore. We can have a whole discussion about not reading the news. We can. I'm pretty much aware of, of how politics works. And so when you read the newspaper, nothing surprises you, right? All it does is makes you spin in these circles of negativity. But let's, let's take that risk. Let's take that leap of faith and focus on positivity and absorb and attract that. Attract it and be it and work in it and, and change our lives to it. And that gives us more time to create. I would never have done this if I was like, I would never have done this podcast or, or this road trip if I was really focused every day on, oh, uh, you know what? Guess what Paul Ryan is doing right now, man. Guess what? How, the way that they're trying to frame this healthcare thing. Can you believe that this group of people did this or that? I have a clever way to, to say something or a, a celebrity has spoken their voice on it and I get to share that now. You know what? None of that. None of it. Positive. We can start to tell the difference between a vibration that exploits and a vibration that celebrates and that is committed, you know, that is soulful and sincere. I can. Shoot, I really can. And so we're pulling away from those negative things. Pulling away. And that brings me, since I was just talking about pulling away from negative things, some of the things that I read in the news this morning and yesterday, because I usually like to have some of that as like a conversation. Uh, a conversation. Is this a conversation when you have no choice but to listen and I have no, and I have to keep it rolling? I guess I love it. I love the fact that you're listening. I, I do. And I love the fact that I get to, to have this moment to try to connect and see if it if it impacts anybody and, and see if if you dig so i read an article a few articles um again there's a lot of stuff about yoga this was really interesting you might remember from a couple of weeks ago i think june 21st i happened to be in a hotel and turned on the tv that morning so that jack could be like so he could play with the remote really because that'll occupy him while i while i do things and he was flipping around and I, one of the news channels, they were all talking about it was International Yoga Day. I guess that was June 21st. Worldwide Yoga Day. So the local news channels were all, you know, doing their jokes about namaste, namaste right here. Um, whatever their little jokes about yoga are, you know, the cute aspect of like the news. Um, what I did not realize until today was that International Yoga Day in 2014, this um, president of the UN got 175 different countries to all put it on their agenda as this is National Yoga Day. So he got so many people to agree with, I mean, 175 countries to say, okay, we, we will do that. That's definitely worth it. And so the ancient ways of yoga and that understanding is, is just like so prevalent and it hasn't even been that way for that long. 
it's getting bigger and bigger and, and people talk about the momentum that's behind it. And I love like the, the crit critics of yoga say that it's not as blah, 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 as, as you say, or it's not as, it's not the true holy Hindu yoga that was done uh, 2000 or 3000 years ago. They say it's different. They didn't even do uh, sun salutations or they didn't do down dog or, or what. Of course these things change, but the fact that we are doing something that is stillness based and connectedness with your body and the earth and breath based and there is, there's a holiness to almost every single yoga class I've ever been in. There's this spiritual aspect of it. And you can focus on just like the health benefits of it, but it's, it's undeniable that you're not doing it right unless you breathe into the right areas and you, you understand how to engage like the balanced side of things. And so that balance and it, op it open, even if you go into it, just like, you know, there's, I'm just going to go there to meet girls or meet boys or whatever, or get skinnier. I think it's going to make me skinnier. You can't do it and try to do it without having to embrace some of these very spiritual ideas and, and vibrations of how to do it right. So uh, that's just one of the things I'm excited about is, is yoga and let it let it be trendy and and let the let some companies make a lot of money off of it. That's great because the people who do it are just like good. We're just glad more people are doing it. And if there's a chance for for you to work in it as an instructor now because there's more people willing to take the classes, good. Make some money. I I'm interested in that. Um, that's so so great. Another lighter conversation piece is college football, which I, I typically watch a lot of. Who knows, now that I've kind of become a... It transformed me a little bit in 2017, but I've always been a fan of college football, me and my, my family, the, the guys in my family, and, and my sisters, actually, uh, kind of rally around some college football. And the University of Michigan, this... One uh, center has, has told like a newspaper around Michigan that yoga has really helped him. Bravo, he's a center now. He's like a 300 pound guy, you know, brute force type of athlete. Um, but he's, he is, he had a news article just the other day where he was, he was talking about the benefits of yoga and how it has allowed him to be more flexible and I think he said even play, play more of this practice season because he has had less like strains and injuries and things like that. So that's a little lighter piece. Good, good University of Michigan uh, implementing some yoga into those athletes. That's great. Is that it? If you don't know, I'll remind you again, my Instagram is Ethan Sherritt Official. And I would love to have you on there and please say hi or give a nod or something like that. And just let me know that you're positive on this trip with me and that you, you get something or if you have any questions. 
I haven't got anybody to shoot me a question to like discuss yet, but I welcome that. I welcome that. My my great admired friend that uh, I enjoy his podcast so much, Brandon. He he's doing that and does a great job answering questions. I would just love to hear a question and pontificate on it with you <laughs> and, and think about how how to process it. I think that's about it. I got a, a co-host on an episode that I already uh, talked to. His name is Frank. And I'll be publishing that really soon also. So, ciao. God bless. Namaste. May the source be with you. And thank you so much for listening to the Joyful Podcast.